Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Abundant Truth Broadcast with host Roger Gale Evans. Join us as we stand in defense of the gospel and herald the message of the Christian faith. Stay tuned for today's message. The unknown God responding to the call to outreach and evangelism. In the book of Acts, we find, we find the church starts with great power. Pentecost comes. God gives a great witness to all of those that were gathered. They were speaking in tongues, declaring the works of God in all of their languages. And from that moment on, Peter stood up and he preached. And here comes souls getting saved. But as time went on and the the apostles went forward, and of course we know that afterwards Saul, who was first an enemy of the church, then became one of the greatest proponents for the church, he is now preaching. Well, on one of his journeys, which brings us up to Acts 17, he's traveling by and he sees they have all of these altars set up. And because they were so worried about not offending any god, they set up an altar to the unknown God. And you must know and understand, if you're saved, it's because you have known him. Anybody else in any other thing to them, God is the unknown God. Just because they know doctrines, just because they have teachings, do not mean that they know him. Because to know him is to respond to him. And we have this thing that we are satisfied just if someone goes to church. It doesn't matter if they go to another Pentecostal church. doesn't matter if they go to the Baptist church, to the Episcopal church, or any other Protestant church. If they have not repented and believed, he is still the unknown God to them. So that when you begin to live among people in this world, you should never be shocked at what they do because they are doing it because they don't know God. So when Paul sees this, he was moved. He said he he saw the whole city given over to idolatry. If you look out today, you can see the world is just given over to everything. If it's not sins of the flesh, it's sins of the mind. People love their philosophy. They love their teachings. When they tell you all this self-empowerment stuff, you better be careful. We are not self-empowered. We are empowered by the Holy Ghost. You find all of these teachings are coming into the church where they tell you, be all you can be. No, I am whom God wants me to be. You need to find out who you are. No, it says that my identity is hid with Christ in God. So we find when we look up, we can go to almost any place in our day and find people worshiping the unknown God. They do it in how they live. Outside of even just the religious setting, people only do what they know to do. You know God. Don't think it's strange that people sin. Don't think it's strange that a mother would throw her child in the trash. 
Don't think it's strange that they want to pass all these laws. Don't think it's strange that they want to legalize drugs. Don't think it's strange they don't want prayer in the school. They don't know God. What do you expect someone bound by sin to do? What did you do when you were in sin? So rather than complain about what's going on, you already got the answer to what's going on. And so that's why I said we got to deal with the unknown God. When we look at all of these things, it's because they don't know God. They know about him. They know scriptures. Some of them teach in the seminaries. Some of them we let teach in our churches, and they don't know him. So what do we do? We have to then respond to Jesus' call to outreach and evangelism. And so the first thing we must deal with then is the mandate for it. We know that the mandate is from Christ, that when he was with the disciples, he didn't tell them, receive my message, and you 12, first 12, then it was 11, then it was 12 again once they replaced Judas. He didn't tell them, keep it to yourself. He said, I'm teaching you all, all of these things, so that you can go into all the world. That means wherever the soles of your feet trod becomes your place of evangelism. Whether it's in the home, whether it's in the church, whether it's on your job, whether it's in the grocery store, whether you're waiting for your car to get serviced at the mechanic, all of it is your field. Not just when the church organizes a program. So we find the mandate is of Christ. And your first field is going to be right here in the church. Well, how could you say that? Well, when you read the New Testament, it was written to make sure that the saints stayed on track. Said charity begins at home. Jude said contend for the faith. Well, not outside, but on the inside. And that's why James tells them, he said, listen, if you see a brother overtaken in sin he says and if you turn them and bring them back to the truth from their error he said you've saved a soul from death that's in the house of God because I know you ain't going to witness to nobody that's not saved if you're not going to deal with me if I'm getting off track and I'm in the house saved all of this excuses about how are they going to respond what does their response have to do with the truth that needs to come from your mouth? And we have all, they ain't going to hear me. See, that's the problem. You want them to hear you and not God. Because if you want them to hear God, you will go ahead and say it and leave God to back his own word. But the reason why you scared of their response, because you know your approach ain't right. You just want to correct them just to seem like you are somebody and you just want to be somebody. But when you have a soul in mind, even if they get mad with you Monday, Wednesday, they'll love you because they know you told them the truth. Your first field don't be here. Because he said, because evil men crept in unaware. We've had people to come here that have some crazy doctrines. 
And if nobody says nothing, especially to those who they talk to, if I don't evangelize you and you got some bad information, we're going to tear up the church. And if I don't tear up the church, I'm going to let your soul go to hell. James said, you save a brother. You save a soul from death. This is where your evangelism and outreach begins. It shouldn't be nothing for you to witness to a sinner if you if you took it out time to witness to me. You know me. All of these excuses. So it's going to start. Save one another. Help one another. Not do it because they ain't in your family. Now you want to tell them the truth. You ain't. That's not evangelism and outreach. We must get back to Jesus' mandate because in a church that is characterized by deliverance, they're going to need people in place that knows how to feed them the word of God and not philosophy, not division, not divisiveness, not, well, why didn't they open up service the right way? No, 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 we're supposed to teach them this. We allow those in leadership to set up order. But you need to just have the scriptures on tap. Thanks for listening to today's message. The Abundant Truth Broadcast is a ministry of Abundant Truth International. For more information, visit us at AbundantlyTruth.net. And remember, the Bible is truth and it is abundantly true.